And now, Jalen and Jacoby. Where the fuck is Trump? Head to dead. Gotta give us what we want. Uh, gotta give us what we need. Worry about my posse getting jumped. Cause if we ever do, yo TV pop the trunk. Cause we make a pop the trunk and hit the switch. Now act stupid, I'll pop the trunk. <laughs> give me a boom, boom. He is Jalen Rose. What up, though? I'm David Jacoby. And on the cool check-in. Center stage on the mic. And we putting it on wax. It's the new style. We're Jalen and Jacoby. What do we do? We get a people. Cowboys fans got what they wanted last night on Monday Night Football. Where? The game started like this for Dak. He threw an interception, but he then settled down, and the Cowboys pulled away in the fourth quarter. Dak had three touchdowns on the game in the air, and the Cowboys are now 5-3. and three. Jalen, have they turned the season around? I think so, and it was because of their defense. I love them adding Bennett to their defensive line. Collins had a sack. Lawrence had a sack as well. That level of pressure kept Dallas now on schedule to feed Ezekiel Elliott. Because usually when he goes over 125, they're virtually unbeatable. So now Dak can spread the football around like he ended up doing with three touchdown passes. Well, you mentioned the pressure that the Cowboys put on Danny Dimes. Jalen, Danny Dimes didn't play that well. He wasn't throwing that many times. He threw, this pick was particularly bad, and he also fumbled a couple times. I think he's back to being Daniel Jones, Jalen. What do you think? I'm trying to figure, is it cultural or regional for guys like Daniel Jones to get a nickname so early? For Minshew to have a mania? For Fitz to have a magic? Can we allow them to actually play out a season first? Before we consider dressing up like him on Halloween and giving him nicknames, he's not dimes. He turns the ball over a lot. And the only other person that turns it over just as much as him is Jameis Winston. And so he's got to, he's got to figure a way to take care of the football. Well, the most exciting thing that happened on the field last night in New Jersey has nothing to do with Daniel Jones or Dak Prescott. It was the black cat taking the field. The black cat. <laughs> On the field. Not only that, the Black Cat had some yards. Black Cat looked good out there, made its way into the end zone, and Demarcus Lawrence talked about the Black Cat. Let's check in on the Cowboys' defensive line. The first thing that crossed my mind, no joke, is like, <laughs> they got bad luck now. It just turned on them, you know. Um, so I was like, man, the game over. Like, if a Black Cat runs on the damn foot field in it, in a on a uh, Monday night football game, a Black Cat. Like, you might want to call it quits, bro. Like, y'all luck is terrible. So, um, yeah, it was just bad luck, um, and, yeah, that was it. Or good luck. I, I hate cats, too, so it's like, hurry up and get this cat before it gets to me, you know. Jalen, was the black cat bad luck for the Giants, and are you surprised that Lawrence is afraid of cats? I'm not surprised because I feel like I'm afraid of strange cats, too. But it also reminded me, one of my favorite groups that I'm surprised you don't have their picture hanging up on the wall. Third base. Black cat is bad luck. Bad guys were black. Must have been a white guy who started all that. That's what I thought about. Jalen, are you afraid (laughs) of cats? And what makes a cat strange that you're afraid of? It seems like when you get close, they hiss and they put their back up. (laughs) 
See, a dog, think- you, see, you see that coming. Like, to me, you see the anger in the dog coming. And the cats, you don't know how they're going to respond. They might go jump up on a tree or something. I just like how you said you're not. You didn't say you're afraid of cats. You're afraid of strange cats. Only abnormal cats are you afraid of. Moving on to the NBA action last night. A couple very surprising results and none more surprising than this. The Golden State Warriors beat the Blazers. All all hail Eric Pascal on his 23rd birthday. He had 34 points and 13 rebounds as they beat the Blazers. Jalen, what do you think about this performance from the young Warriors without their stars? Pascal gave the Blazers the gas face. With no Draymond Green, he played at Villanova under Jay Wright. A lot of people consider him undersized. He unlocked his game by making multiple three-point shots. His effort was outstanding, finishing at the hoop. And this is what the season is going to be like for the Golden State Warriors. Trying to find which players can be a part of their future. If they can Mm. get that diamond in the rough type of guy so that now when they bring their collection of stars back, they know who they can try to create a core around. This was the starting players for the Warriors. And remember who started last year. Compare that to this year. What a difference a year makes. And obviously they are hobbled with injuries. But maybe that's a good point, Jalen. Maybe this year is about developing players, auditioning players to see who you keep, to see who can be part of the rotation moving forward when you get your stars back. Well... That wasn't the only surprising result in the NBA last night. The Suns beat the undefeated 76ers, and they've only lost two games this season by a grand total of two points. Yesterday, Devin Booker, with that dunk, was two of his 40 points. What do you think about the Suns' surprising start to the season? We just did a list the other day about when we're watching League Pass, who are the guys that have never been an All-Star Do you enjoy watching? First play mm-hmm. I said, Devin Booker. I knew once Monty Williams got there, he was going to create a level of structure around this young man to where he can mix up his game. What ended up happening is he became such a really good shooter with range, he started to settle. If you notice more, he's slashing towards the paint. they getting him on high-low action. You see him cut off the corner and do a dunk down the middle. And then all of a sudden now, those three-point shots become a lot easier. He's a terrific prospect. Listen, I can't lie. When they lost Aiton, I thought that they would lose some of the momentum that they built on those first couple of games. I thought that losing Aiton would be a key piece that wouldn't help them. But Devin Booker has just carried this team. And again, they've lost two games this season. They've lost each one of those by one point. I'm so surprised with this start. And again, they've they've, they've got put up wins against the Clippers. They lost a really close game to the Nuggets. Like They're not just beating... Some of the lower teams, the lottery teams, they're beating legitimate teams like this undefeated Sixers team. Jalen, we mentioned Aiden, and he was out because of a 25-game suspension. And we've got some breaking news. It's not great about another young star in the NBA. The Atlanta Hawks' John Collins has been suspended for 25 games for testing positive for a growth hormone. Jalen, what do you think about this suspension? This is unfortunate for the Hawks because anytime you play in the Eastern Conference, you have a shot to make the playoffs. And when you have Trey Young and Collins, both of those guys have shown a level of camaraderie and promise that even if they didn't make it, they were going to continue to build on something special. You miss these 25 games, the record starts to get a little uglier. And it's unfortunate for the outlook of their entire season. 
for him personally, along with Aiton, we don't look at this with the same stigma as people used to as it relates to performance-enhancing drugs. Yes, there are so many people that's betting on games and playing fantasy and whatnot, but as it relates to his reputation, when both of those guys come back, they're still going to be welcomed with open arms by the fans, by the media, and by their teammates because the game has changed so much that people don't look at it like you were quote-unquote trying to cheat. It's more of we understand that it takes so very much physically, mentally, and emotionally to be a professional athlete. If I was in that situation, I probably would do it too. It's true, and the stigmatism has changed a lot over the past decade or so. And Collins himself put out a statement, and he apologized to the fans and to the team, and he said that he took a supplement that, unbeknownst to him, contained an illegal component. And he also said he plans on appealing. Do you think he has any chance of getting the suspension reduced? Oh, no. No, 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 no. It's like, it's like when the feds are on you. Once, once they come down on you, they already got the information. It's just only a matter of time. So just like Aiden, I anticipate him having to do the entire 25-game suspension. And I, I also just to kind of echo something that you said earlier is we think we look at this differently now. Like I kind of do believe that he had a nutritionist. He was taking different supplements, just trying to get an edge. I don't necessarily feel like he was injecting himself with something that he knew was illegal the way that we used to think about steroids in like the mid-90s or something. Like I kind of give him a pass too. Do you think that's fair of me? I do think it's fair of you. And you just gave a, a, a vivid distinction. In baseball, a lot of times it's the batter against the pitcher. So numbers mean everything. In football and basketball, people realize how physically grueling those sports can be on your body. So civilians now understand that if I was in the NBA, I wouldn't be playing all 82 games either. I'd be low managing if I could. If I was in the NFL, I probably would be taking something to try to get an edge because each of those plays ultimately like car accidents with two very strong and fast individuals running into each other. So since that awareness has picked up, I think fans have now lessened that stigma. Well, hopefully he gets back on the court as soon as he can. I look forward to watching him. Such a fun young athlete to watch in the NBA. Jalen, sometimes you say things on television shows that I think are kind of crazy. They make absolutely no sense to me. And let's just look back at one of those that I found shocking. Had to do with Anthony Davis. In this era of free agency, pre-agency, guys are planning years ahead. I'm going to say this right now. Don't be surprised if Anthony Davis ends up with the Bulls. He's already talking about okay? that. Okay. We see Kawhi Leonard and Paul George go back to California. We see LeBron James go back to Cleveland. He's already planning the season. So that was July 26th. Yesterday, in early November, Anthony Davis was at his alma mater high school in Chicago and let's just check in on what he had to say. I mean, obviously, you know, it's nothing like playing like home, playing at home. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I am a free agent next year, but what does that mean? Next question, next question. <laughs> we'll see. So Jalen, he said it's a possibility. Let me say this. I believe there's absolutely zero chance, zero chance that after this season he plays in Chicago for the Bulls. Do you think that it could happen this offseason? I don't think it's going to happen this offseason, but don't underestimate it. It happened at all. Let me give you an example. We came on this program and I told you that Anthony Davis is going to end up a member of the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm -hmm. He ended up playing with that team. Here's what you got to pay attention to. Think about when LeBron left Cleveland to join the Heat. That was so he could be in the championship conversation. When Kevin Durant left OKC to join the Warriors so he could be the championship conversation. 
Anthony Davis left New Orleans to join the Lakers so he could be in the championship conversation. Once LeBron and KD won championships, what did they do? Whatever they they wanted. (laughs) Correct. They left. LeBron went back to Cleveland. KD went to Brooklyn. It's about happiness at that point. For Anthony Davis, he hit a fork in the road. He realized in New Orleans they probably couldn't put a level of talent around him to help him be in a position to win a championship. And then there had to be some level of humility that I can't necessarily be the best player and the leader of a championship team. You go learn that from LeBron. Now, if you're able to win a couple of championships, go back home where you're going to actually be a hero versus in Los Angeles where you're just going to be another great player delivered a couple of championships. Now, those in the know in the NBA that follow the league closely like us know the process that it took to get him to Los Angeles from New Orleans. Know what that franchise had to trade to get him to New to get him to Los Angeles. After all of that, especially with his involvement with Rich Paul and Clutch Sports, his relationship with LeBron, like there's no chance he leaves after this year, right? He's not leaving after this year. I say championships. LeBron went and won two. KD went and won two. For those that ain't paying attention, LeBron is balling and killing. But he is in his 17th season. Mm-hmm. At some point, Anthony Davis, if he delivers with LeBron a couple of championships, he feels like he paid his debt. Just like KD felt like he paid it to the Warriors. That's how I'm viewing it. And that's why I'm not totally shocked that he didn't just scoff at the notion or shoot it down. He didn't say, I'm committed to L.A. I want to play with LeBron till he retired. He was like, that would be a good look if I could come back to the crib at some point. It so has we'll been interesting see. the way that he played this free agency. He hasn't been committed the way I expected him to be on wax to the media, but he's going to be a free agent. Why not exercise his contractual rights? Moving on, the Rockets beat the Grizzlies. James Harden put up 44 points. But it was Russell Westbrook who, in the seventh game of the season, had a DMP. Load management already for Westbrook. What do you feel about this? I almost shed a tear when I had the remote control in my hand. Thought I was about to see Russ go at it with John Morant and James Harden nightly puts on the show and Jaron Jackson Jr. I thought I was going to see all of those guys on the floor. And of all people, my guy, Russell Westbrook, a person that Doug Collins and I used to say would play two basketball games in one night if he could. Mr. Early in the year due to rest. I saw this happen with Kawhi when his team went to Utah. I was mm-hmm. so very surprised to see this last night early in the year. It's interesting with Kawhi and with Westbrook. And one of the things about Harden, you look at the 44 points, but one thing you don't see is what it takes to get to the 44 points unless you watch the games. Look at this stat about James Harden. The most three-point field goal attempts by players this season. That is... He misses 10.1 three-point attempts, which is half a three more than Lillard even takes. Jalen, he is shooting 38% from the floor, 25% from three. While he's carrying this team, it's often two wins. Can he be successful with this low efficiency level? No, and here's where keeping the analytics goes wrong. So you have a team that's going to be in the lower third of three-point percentage, yet in the top five of attempts. What does that create? Feast or famine. When he's making them, 
He's going to have explosions of 50 point games. And when he and or the rest of his teammates are missing him, they're going to be struggling. And so since earlier in the year, he's not making them at a high clip. That's why they haven't gotten off to a notable start. So I would like to see somebody with his size, his strength, his ability to draw fouls like no other. A guy that's led the league in free throws made to continue to attack the basket, not necessarily always settle for so many three-point shots, especially when he's not making them. Yeah, I feel like the 25% from three is going to rise up, but I really want to see him shoot better than 38% from the floor, you know, because he does famously only shoot threes and get to the rim and get layups. I would like to see that number go up a little bit, and someone tells me it will from the former MVP. Well, former MVP James Harden was involved in a little exchange that I really want to get your take on, Mr. Rose. See, there's Crowder. Cover him closely to the left side, as as players do sometimes. And uh, James kind of got some separation, but look at how James got that separation. And Crowder was not happy with this, and we ended up in a little bit of what you would call a hold-me-back moment. Jalen, what do you think about this move from Harden and the response from Crowder? Oh, that's a two-game suspension, if you ask me. Really? No, I'm just joking. Okay. But how about having a nickname, your last name be Crowder, you closing the space on James Harden. That just has to be a play on words right there. But that definitely is a flagrant. It was a hold-me-back situation. Play on at that point. Yep. Has anyone ever intentionally hit you in the man region while you're playing NBA basketball? No. I would know that person's name, social security (laughs) number, birth date, everything. All right. Well, let's get to people. I bet a lot of you guys don't know this. But my very first television show I ever produced was just about sneakers and sneaker culture. It's kind of come back. It's called Sneaker Center now. That was years and years ago. And you know Jalen Rose has been associated with sneakers for his entire life. The Hirachis. God, I wanted those Hirachis so bad. My mom wouldn't get them for me. Sneakers are everything to Jalen and I. And the best place to get sneakers online is GOAT. It's more than just a coin flip champs when you go online to buy shoes that you're getting fakes. For real. How can you tell that they're Real shoes. At GOAT.com is the safest way to buy and sell authentic sneakers online. They're the largest marketplace in the whole world for authentic Yeezys, Jordans, and over 600,000 sneaker listings. They have everything, and it's all authentic and real. They've made the whole process so trustworthy and frictionless. They do this by accepting only sellers with the best reputations and by verifying every single pair of sneaker to ensure authenticity for the buyers. What they do is they get the sneakers. They look at every single thing, every single detail, every stitch, every everything to make sure it's 100% authentic. So when you buy from GOAT, you guaranteed to get authentic, real sneakers at a great price. You find the 100% authentic sneaker at GOAT.com slash JJ. That's right. Go to GOAT.com slash JJ. Plus, you'll be supporting our show. We need you to support the show. Help support your guys, Jalen and Jacoby. Go to GOAT.com slash JJ, G-O-A-T dot com slash JJ. Get some kicks. A first-time guest. Yes. One of the greatest rising stars in sports media. Sports center host, get-up host, commentator, personality. ATL representer. L. Duncan's in the building. 
Yeah, my favorite thing about rising stars is basically like what you say when you're like, you don't know this person at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. maybe one day you rising might star. possibly. She's like a mom and she's like in her 30s, but whatever. Correct, rising but that's fine. Yeah, rising sure, star, yeah, sure. She's 36. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, you're going to have to Google her after you listen well, to this podcast. Correct. But you know, rising star. Well, Hubie Brown's still doing this job and he in his, his 80s. Fair. Yeah, rising star too. Fair. Hubie Brown, star still rising. Samuel Jackson yeah. starting his first movie Hasn't at 35. Peaked. Hasn't peaked. Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. Well, L. Duncan. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to joke. You basically just forced your way on the show. Dude, I've been thirst trapping so hard to be on this show. And let me just tell you why. Like, I have to meet my husband where he's at because he doesn't watch me on Sports Hunter. He doesn't watch me on anything that I do, really. He doesn't have a Snapchat or social media. So he watches Jalen and Jacoby every single day. And I was like, let me just go there so he can be prove, proud of yeah, me. Just to prove that you actually work at ESPN. That I do actual yeah, television. Yeah, 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 exactly. So here we are. Well, the request to well. come on the show, they, they became a little more aggressive as time went on. Yeah. You know what I mean? I cornered him. Was, uh, at first it was like, hey, like, oh, I love the show. You know? Yeah. And then it was like, uh, what time am I coming on the show tomorrow? I was yeah. like, okay. You're like, okay, can I just... And you should have seen the way he told me to, Jalen. Like, he res- he literally... It's, it was like as if someone had a gun in his back. And he was like, uh, I'll tell you what, next week, all right? Like, he had just resigned <laughs> yeah. himself to the fact that I'm never going to go away until he just does this. Mm-hmm. Well, you I fit right in, into the show. You fit right into this family. And let me tell you exactly why. You touched okay. a nerve that we talk about very often. How when you first get a job... Family watching you on TV, cousins, mm-hmm. uncles, oh, yeah. kids, everybody <laughs> watching you. Molly used to listen to our two-hour radio show. Now oh, yeah. we got our TV show. She never watches it. We used to get live commentary from Molly. She'd be a good segment, guys. And now? Now? Nope. She's like, oh, did you work today? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all, you, y'all, y'all still have a show? Are you, what time's it on again? <laughs> y'all still do that little yeah. thing? Yeah. That little show y'all be doing? Exactly. My wife refuses to take in any Jalen and Jacoby content. And every time she does, she's like, you, can, you can't talk about me on there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Every time she does, she's like, don't talk about me on there. Yeah, and I feel like it's actually not a, like I've had to tell him a couple times. I'm like, yeah, in the entertainment world, we take some liberties. Like we add a little Lowry's right to some stories, yes. and yes. he would take yes. everything quite literally. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what? Don't listen then. Like, don't watch because you don't understand for the entertainment value. You yeah. did say that. I always say there's an E in ESPN. What's the E stand for? Entertainment. 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 It's not SPN. Correct. There's an E in ESPN, and we lean on the E pretty heavily yeah, here at Jalen yeah. and Jacoby. That's why I love the show. Well, we really appreciate having you on here. And one thing we always do is we say we give the people what they want. Part of that is taking voicemails. Okay. So if you call 985-80-Jalen, you can leave us a voicemail. Women, ladies. Hey, this ladies! Tuesday, that means tomorrow's Wednesday. We celebrate women every Wednesday on the show. So, L, you can please leave a voicemail after this. Okay. And we need you to call, ladies, 985-80-Jalen. Only female voicemails tomorrow. Today we're taking all callers like this one. Reg. Hello, Jalen and Jacoby. Long-time listener. Uh, calling you by way of... London, England, Sutton to be exact. Um, keep getting sex. Shout out, Reg. Shout keep out. giving the people what they want. Just have a quick question. I'm over here watching the, the basketball game, uh, basketball NBA, and it's the Pelicans against the Thunder. And I'm looking at the Thunder. They've got really good, talented young players. And am I crazy in thinking the Thunder should keep CP and just sort of play a minute to all these good young players that they have? I think they've got shooting, they've got a mix of experience and some very good athleticism. So let me know. Second question, I'm a big Spurs fan. What do you think 
I think they're being underestimated. I think they'll get at least 40, more than 45 wins uh, this season. I think uh, Murray and White are a problem in defense. I saw them. Uh, um, they just need some closers. They need the Rosen and uh, Aldridge to play up, and I think they can make some noise in the playoffs. They did take the the they did take the Nuggets to to seven games last, last year. So anyway. Just want to say I appreciate you. Love the show. Uh, Jalen, good luck to shooting up the club. <laughs> Kobe, love the show. Hope you get more points directly. Give the, keep giving the people what they want. Keep getting them checks, fellas. Much love from London, England. Peace. Can I say my name, by the way? My name is Moini. Hey, you sure you still want to be on our show? Listen, I don't know what that guy just said, but it sounded like he was doing a bad imitation of Will Smith doing the imitation of the dude from Concussion. Tell the truth. First of all, one thing, Reggie is taking over the show because we he's made Tuesday international callers ah. without our permission, without any discussion, without Watch any it. meetings. But one thing, you know he was international because he had that digital connection. Yeah, he did. It was bad. Yeah, he had that digital connection. Digicel. Yeah, he called. He called. He went to like Google phone or something yeah. and called with his laptop. Right. That's what happened. But then here's, here's another thing is we love the international callers. And he knows more about the NBA. I can tell from that one call than like 90% of my friends. Probably. You, they, they consider themselves big NBA fans. Yeah, yeah, they really study it. Yeah, I forgot that the Spurs took the Nuggets seven games last year in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, me too. Yeah, totally no. forgot that. Forgot that the Spurs were in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. But we're going to... um we're going to start with the most important thing here is, Jalen, I don't think L knows what shooting up the club means. Correct. So, L, another great reason about not having your significant other watch or listening to your shows, you can be free. And you know, so many times everybody wants to embody the barbershop talk. Hey, in this segment, don't wear your blazer. Unbutton your tie. Like, we're going to make it look like it's organic. Well, yeah. here at Jalen and Jacoby, we're very organic, and I share with the audience a couple of terms that I use currently in my household. Uh-huh. One is shooting up the club. Yeah. And one is low management. So... <laughs> Where are you using those terms? Fortunately for you, you just had an amazing daughter... Big shout Congratulations. to Congratulations. Thank you. Eva. Eva, right? Yeah. Shout okay, out. good. Just make sure and you're right. I acknowledge to our audience that I'm on my Allen Iverson. I'm practicing. Yeah. Not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. Yeah. And in that process, we came with a term called shooting up the club. I love it. That's where that came from. I'm mm-hmm. all in. Uh, well, so let me just explain. The, the executives, they had the television show on sure. in their office, but right. they're never going to download the podcast. No. Never. Yeah, so we kind of, that's when we have the Too Hot for TV segments. Gotcha. Like this one, Reggie. So it's okay to say things like, I like that shooting up the club sounds better than the pullout method. Yes, yeah, it's exactly. Okay. Yes. So the shooting up the club is the opposite. Yeah. And and load management is something that he's practicing. <laughs> <laughs> The air horn just fits perfect there. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I will say that my husband, part of uh, the sheer pride of having our daughter was the fact that the first time he decided to use his load management in a way that was appropriate and shoot up the club, he shot up the club successfully. Like, he, first try, first try, swish, yeah, undefeated, never lost. He's that Tyler Hero. He's that Tyler Hero, right? Oh, no. Everybody gets to the league. Um, 
So very quickly, because we're very serious journalists, obviously, we're going to say that, yes, the CP3 should stay on the Thunder because where else is it going to go? There's no market for him. Correct. And he costs too much money. And it's nice to have a veteran presence. You don't have to win a championship every year. They obviously will not. And the Spurs, I will always underestimate them. It's something I've done for about eight years, and I've always been wrong about it, and I'm going to be wrong about it again. Under 45 wins. <laughs> it is now time for Soft Mover Boston. <laughs> Jalen Rose, I have a quick story to say about L. Duncan. Yesterday, this woman left turkey bacon on my desk. You know we sit next to each other. So I come out from doing the show, come over to my desk, just turkey bacon right there on my desk. It was limp, too. It wasn't soft good. Soft move or boss move leaving turkey bacon on your colleague's desk, L. That was a soft move. It was a soft move. I should have ate it. Soft move. If the turkey yeah. bacon was better, I would have eaten it. I, was gonna I say thought it was you were going to say, is turkey bacon, period, a soft move or a boss <laughs> no, move? No, no, no. Turkey bacon's good. No. The health alternative. Mr. I don't eat pork. Exactly. Now, Elle, you're a very serious sports journalist, as we all know. Sure. And uh, part of that is going to press conferences and asking very serious, important questions to very important athletes like gentlemen named Jalen Hurts, who's a Heisman candidate, Oklahoma's quarterback. Let's check in on this reporter's questioning. Of Mr. Hurst. Just to clear it up, do you prefer winning to losing this week? <laughs> I love the just to clear it up part. I love, I love just like, just, I'm sorry, there's a little bit of confusion here. Just to clear it up. Just to be clear. You prefer, so, L, soft move or boss move, asking a quarterback if they prefer winning to losing. Listen, the question is obviously inane and stupid, but it's kind of a boss <laughs> move because that dude has to like sit there and look at everyone that is in that scrum, judge him, look at him, whisper about him, talk about him. Like It's kind of a boss move, if you ask me. Jay? I think it's a soft move, L, and here's why. Didn't you start this by saying we're serious journalists? David Jacoby, <laughs> you have a collegiate athlete standing at the podium, by the way, named Jalen in the Heisman race, and you're going to ask him a sophomore question like that? Where does that person work? But you know I don't like follow-up questions, Jalen Rose. You know I don't like follow-up questions. You know I don't have the answer to that either, but I do have the next talking with Boss Move topic. You know, LSU is in the news right now. Ed Orgeron having a great run there in Baton Rouge. His run started in Baton Rouge when he was a highly touted defensive line recruit. And Bear Bryant, the legendary Bear Bryant, wanted to come to his home. And we'll see what happened. Let's listen to the coach. What do you remember about Alabama recruiting you out of, out of high school? Did, <laughs> did Bear call you? or? Yeah. Bear was going to come to my house. But daddy said, nope. <laughs> what would that have been like in, in your hometown and in your family? Had you, had you gone? Big. It would probably have been big. I think this, I forgot the assistant coach that was recruiting me. And he said, coach, we want to come home visit. I asked my daddy, he said, uh-uh. <laughs> That's the way it should be. I wish it was like that today. <laughs> Not allowing a legendary head coach to visit your home to, to recruit your son. Soft move or boss move, Val? That is the bosses of moves. He's like, Bear Bryant, who? You ain't finna come up in here and sit on my beautiful gator skin rug or couch or whatever that I imagine was in the Ogeron family. I think that's incredibly boss of him. Like, I don't care who you are. You're not just coming up in my house, stranger. Jake? I'm trying to put myself in this position. So, having a Jalen Rose Jr., would Coach K be allowed to come to my house and recruit him? Yes. Absolutely, yes. yes. Take any scholarship. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> come on. One come, one all. Boss move. <laughs> well, Jalen, by then, hopefully, Junior will be going straight to the league and skipping college. There you go. Moving on, Garrett Temple and the net of the Nets 
had a nice steal. You know, on a little breakaway, had a great steal going down the court. Get in that, it, it dunked it. Teammates are going to celebrate, right? Because the Nets bench, remember last year, the Nets bench was part of the whole story. Teammates are obviously going to support him. No, watch Kevin Durant. Thumbs down. Bah. Disrespecting your own teammates' dunk. L, soft move or boss move? I think that is such a soft move. Come on, KD. He's obviously so incredibly bitter to be sitting yes. on the sideline and watching all of this play out. Give him a thumbs up. Like, the kid got his thing. And, like, do, you know, give him give him his props, KD. Jalen, we think. Actually, y'all, this is a boss move. Let me bring y'all behind the curtain. He's not an old player. Okay, a young player that gets a breakaway, you got to put on the show for the bench, for the fans. These are things that happen in the layup line. These are things that happen post-practice. That's why they were standing up, so he could do something spicy, and he didn't do it. (laughs) Baby steps. You've got to crawl before you walk. Let the man just, if he goes up there and tries for a 360 or a windmill, and then he bricks it, everyone's clowning him. Let him do his thing. Yeah, he wants those two points. He wants those two points to get the win. Sorry if he's just focused on scoring Hello, buckets. Hello, team and player. And also, Jalen, I've never seen, seen you do a windmill in a game. I've never seen you do it. I've, I've never seen you do a reverse in a game. Did you ever reverse dunk in a game? I did a couple of reverses in a game, but the hand gesture that Kyrie was doing to him, that applied to my hops. So yes. I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> no <Yeah>. bunnies. <laughs> well, we, like I said earlier, we are very serious journalists, but Every once in a while, there's a news story that slips through the cracks, and I'm a little late to it. That's why we have a segment called News to Me. Okay, this is from Friday night. Nets head coach Kenny Atkinson is on the bench. Finger in the ear to the mouth. Ew. Again. Uh, and, then, and then to the other lip. Finger in the ear to the mouth. L, when you watch this, what goes through your mind? I want to vomit. The little lick there as well. Just the little, like, what were you hoping to figure out? If you had earwax on your finger, what your earwax is, 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 right, like? is the taste of your earwax an indication of how your health is doing, yeah, right? I don't know, like, cause it, I don't eat my earwax. I'm it, not sure. I don't know what to evaluate for there. Jalen, have you ever eaten your earwax? Absolutely not. The first thing I thought about when I saw it, because we had their game that night, is that soccer, that international soccer coach yep. that was digging in his backside. And put it in his mouth during the game. That's the first thing I thought about. Do these men understand that they are on camera? Like, I think he's so focused on the action that he has no idea what his hands are doing. Like, I think he is incognizant. He's not aware that his hands are doing that. So you feel like he's just like bird box challenging his own body. Yes, like, it's just. Exactly. He's, like just, he's not in control of his right hand. He, yeah, he's unconscious. Or, I just, it just came to me. He needed hey. some Carmex. He needs to Oh, bro! <laughs> he's like maybe, maybe he's got really chapped lips, and he's like, I don't have any waxy chapstick, but I do have natural chapstick. Do the right LL here. Cool J, guys? Yes. Maybe he's playing checkered chess, and we're all playing checkers. <laughs> like maybe he's got this figured out. L. So incredibly disgusting. I'll say this much: you know this, Jacoby, too, because you have kids. Like the mm-hmm. other day. There was like a little bit of like what looked to be like my daughter's oatmeal and some other stuff on my hand. And yeah, there wasn't a napkin. So I went to just take a bite. It turns out my daughter had put a booger on my hand along with the oatmeal. So oh. I tasted a booger for the first time oh. in many, many years. And I actually researched the process of getting new teeth. Like what would, <laughs> what would I well, need to do? We just happen to have an expert on the panel on getting new teeth <laughs> right here. <laughs> Jalen Rose famously does not have his own teeth. All right, moving on, L. You are a huge 
Georgia Bulldogs fan. I am. Georgia Bulldogs, big win last weekend over Florida. Mm-hmm. Tonight, the official first edition of the college football playoff rankings are out. I don't think Georgia's going to make the top four. They're not. But what is the roadmap for Georgia to get in over the course of the season? Easy. Win the hell out. But okay. it's not easy at all because this team has below average receivers, mm-hmm. uh, an an okay offensive line, not a very good defense, and a quarterback that like is certainly not benefiting from the change of offensive coordinator. So it's going to be a tough road. Like, yeah, well, I think we'll match up okay against Auburn, but facing Alabama or LSU in the SEC championship, good luck. This doesn't sound like a very optimistic view from the uh, the, the Georgia Bulldog it in red. This isn't about being a Bulldog fan, Jacoby and Jim. This is about realistic. being a Georgia yeah. fan. Oh, okay. Just Georgia. Like, oh, okay. I just, I'm waiting on the other shoe to drop. What am I supposed to do? Bark incessantly and say, we've got this thing <laughs> so that yeah. someone's yes. backup water so Bobby Boucher in the SEC championship can show up for LSU and beat us? Come yes. on, bro. Yes. No. No. So, Jalen, is, you is there alluded any way to something can... really important that I have to stress. You're a die hard fan. Jacoby mm-hmm. can't relate because he's a die easy fan. She basically yeah. letting you know that she ride for all of her Atlanta squads and anything in the state of Georgia. Oh, except they that. haven't been successful winning championships in a really long time. Yeah. Well, I see the roadmap for Georgia getting in is for Michigan to beat Ohio State, but we all know that's not going to happen. So you know, so, they, so there's that. See? Oh, so there's that. You know, that's how that goes. Michigan's definitely not going to beat Ohio State. No, but wouldn't no it be chance. so Harbaugh if they did? Like if they found a way. <laughs> yes. So the one time it doesn't really matter or count to show up and win. <laughs> yes, it would. It would. It'd, be, it'd be so Harbaugh for them to lose every game except for the Ohio <laughs> except for this State one. game they have left. If we beat Ohio State, I'm going to wear John Harbaugh's khakis to work for a week. Bet you won't. Okay, we've, just remember you've got that microphone on you that records the things that you said. Just a quick reminder, quick reminder, because it's not out of the question. Oh, wait, yes, it is out of the question. L. Duncan, you're welcome to come back anytime as long as you don't tell us uh, booger eating stories or put turkey bacon on my desk again. Turkey so sausage it is. Thanks, by. Appreciate you. Jalen. This time of year, there's so much going on in the world of sports and pop culture that you can't get to all of it. So we have a segment called Keep It Moving. If you want to discuss the topic, you say hit the brakes. If not, me and Method Man jump in the minivan and keep it moving. Are you ready, Mr. Rose? Get it. Kyrie Irving was in his bag last night. Keep it moving or hit the brakes. Hit the brakes. Not only did the Nets win over the Pelicans by 10 points, Kyrie Irving Scored 39 points, and here's the key, added nine assists. Is his playmaking going to be the major factor in their success when it comes to wins and losses? Well, it's going to ultimately define if they're able to have a better record than last year's 42-40 and and if they're able to get out of the first round. But his scoring is going to be what gets them there. And like KD's facial expression, Kyrie gets nasty with it out there. That's why mm-hmm. I said he and Steph Curry, for me, represent players that are like globetrotters playing in the NBA. But I want to talk about the other side. Brandon Ingram continues to emerge as somebody that people now understand that is a legitimate scorer in this league. So yeah. on one side, you see Kyrie going in his bag, like you said, and Brandon Ingram on the other side put up a big 40. The reason why I wanted to highlight it is both of those players play a lot in the mid-range. And so Mm. you don't necessarily get the high-volume three-point shots or the thunderous dunks. So these guys are ultra-skilled, 
And at Brandon Ingram's height and his length and his ability to get off his shot going left, going right, 15 feet, 18 feet, like that's going to be a, a constant. And it was great to see him play with a level of confidence, especially with KD in the building, because I'm pretty sure with their body types, he probably modeled himself after KD at some point. Yeah, I remember when he was coming on the draft, all anyone could talk about was how Brandon Ingram was the next KD. And it's hard to be the next KD, but it's nice to see Brandon Ingram free from the pressures and the spotlight of Los Angeles, kind of coming into his own early on in this season. Jalen, Jimmy Butler went after my guy, Lance Stevenson. Keep moving or hit the brakes. Oh, we got to hit the brakes. For no reason at all. Unprompted, Jimmy Butler said <laughs> that he knew he could succeed in the league because if Lance Stevenson was in the league, then they knew that there was a spot for him. Jalen, <laughs> why would Jimmy Butler fix his lips and mention Lance Stevenson's name of all people? I think I should fall back, allow you to take a deep breath, and you tell me how somebody can slander Born Ready, the eighth grader, somebody you've been watching play forever. You go ahead and cook on this. You know what? You know what? See, I would say something that would be emotional, and I would say something that would be irresponsible, and I would say something that would be disrespectful to one of the great players in the NBA, Jimmy Butler, who I respect. But you know who handled this much better than I would? Gentleman by the name of Lance Stevenson. He went back to Twitter and was like, I don't know why this guy's talking about me. I don't know why he would disrespect my talent. I'm older than him, and he looks up to me. I'm paraphrasing here. But it was like, it was Lance. Lance handled this in a way that I'm shocked Lance handled it, which just grows to show that Lance has changed over time, and he's ready to come back to the National Basketball Association. Very quickly, Jalen Rose, will Lance have Jerry West on his chest before this season is over? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes, and, yes. I, and by the way, two other guys, too, that I want to really see in the league. Okay. Can somebody sign Jamal Crawford? Yeah, for real. Jamal Crawford averaged over 30 points last April. He had a 50-point game. And there's another guy out there, too, named Carmelo Anthony. So all of these teams that we say need some depth and we need some scoring mm-hmm. off the bench, those Veteran two presence. guys, that's what they do for a living. Yeah, but I think we're a few injuries away from all three of those guys coming back in the NBA. Lance, I got my eye on you in China, though. Keep balling. Next, Isaiah Thomas. Not the piston. The other Isaiah the Thomas. Okay, here we go. He hit a milestone. He started for the first time since March of 2018. Started for the Wizards. Didn't play great, but they did get the win over your Pistons. What do you think about IT in the starting lineup? You know I was watching this game, and... Andre Drummond is really skilled for a guy his size and bulk. But Mm -hmm. for Isaiah Thomas, I'm rooting for him, as you know. Here's a guy that basically averaged 30 points with the Boston Celtics, got injured, got traded to Cleveland, and then endured what can be dog days in the NBA trying to reinvent yourself and get an opportunity to play out on the floor. So shout to their general manager, President Tommy Shepard, for bringing in Isaiah, buying low, Hopefully that he can be a productive player that's now in their starting lineup. I mean, two guys that we both love in the NBA, Boogie Cousins and Isaiah Thomas, seem to be on like similar trajectories. They were both ready for that big, huge max contract, and they got derailed by injuries. But I feel like Isaiah Thomas has a full season right now. He's healthy. He's got a full season to show the league, not just the Wizards, what he can do. Do you think he will sign another, like another two-year or three-year deal eventually? Oh, yeah. He's going to eventually get a big deal. Because he's really productive and also mm-hmm. he's healthy. When you look at how he plays, he's five foot nine. So if you have a hip injury and you're herky jerky 
It's going to take you some time to get your legs back underneath you, get your confidence, and then get other people around you to believe. And without John Wall, they re-signed Bradley Bill to a big, big deal. And now playing in the East, this poses another opportunity for him to reinvent himself. Well, it seems like the Chargers barely got to Los Angeles, but there's already rumors of them leaving Los Angeles. Keep moving or hit the brakes? Hit the brakes. Well, again, this is according to The Athletic. It's not substantiated yet, but there are some rumors and some whispers that potentially the Chargers could move from Los Angeles where they never really were accepted to London. Jalen, do you think there will ever be a team in Europe in the NFL? I hope not. This would Mm. not be a good idea if you ask me. So the NFL has to own one thing, and I've said this and heard other people paraphrase it. It's an American game. It's very tough for you to name for me the best international players in the NFL. Now, I can name you a 100 of them or more in the NBA. Yep. It's an American game. So let's keep it here and own it. I don't want to see the Super Bowl eventually ended up being played in London. I don't want that. I think that's fair. And I don't, I think that the same way that LA has never fully like accepted and embraced the Chargers, I don't think they would do so overseas either. Like let's, 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 let's let this team just enjoy their fan base. If they're going to go anywhere, have them go back to San Diego. Moving on. Rich guy. Roger Penske did some rich guy things. Keep it moving or hit the brakes. Fellow Michigander, he's always doing great things. Keep it moving for now. We keep it moving. moving. We keep it moving. Carlos Beltran has an understandable but sort of surprising admission about his mindset being the head coach manager of the Mets. Keep it moving or hit the brakes. I'm happy he got the gig. He played over 20 years in Major League Baseball. It's the dog days in that sport. Keep it moving for now. We will keep it moving. Jimmy be moving up. Jacoby moving. You know we keep it moving up. Jalen Rose called me up on the phone earlier today. Said we need to talk about this. That's right. The number one ranked team in college basketball, the Michigan State Spartans, have a self-imposed Twitter ban that is supposedly going to last all season long. And that makes this socially awkward. <laughs> Jalen, I have a lot of questions about this topic, but I'll start with this. What do you think about this team looking at each other and saying we are not going to use Twitter for the entire season? I love this bunker mentality. And for young people who spend the entire day staring at your cell phones, and you probably get it because you're watching older people do it as well, when it's time to really get serious about life, when it's time to get serious about your career, when it's time to really pursue your goals and not just talk about your dreams, guess what you're going to have to do? Make sacrifices. And not things that don't really mean much to you, You got to make sacrifices for the things that might mean everything to you. And for young people in college, we know having social media is almost like a heartbeat. They go Mm. hand in hand. So for a team to look itself in the eye and say, we're going to eliminate this distraction by doing this sacrifice. It tells me everything I need to know about their commitment. See, Jalen, that is so very like you. Supporting collegiate athletes, supporting student athletes, supporting getting off social media, supporting this bunker mentality, this team thing. But 
I'm gonna go the other way. I'm gonna go negative on this. Y'all not gonna ban Instagram? Like we're really just gonna tell you? Oh, like, like we're just gonna ban Twitter? Like you know the team has to go? It's like oh, we're gonna stop using Twitter. It's like yeah, what is this? 2009? Like if you can stop using Twitter now and still be on Instagram, you can still slide the DMs. You can still look at all the pictures. You can still get all the same news, all the same negativity, just on a different platform. What do you think about that angle? I disagree. Because as somebody that just joined Instagram like a year and a half ago, but was on Twitter a decade, you actually go to Twitter for news and information and or things that need to be quote unquote read. Mm-hmm. You go to Instagram basically to see glam shots, model shots, and to see people live their best life and brag to you about how much money they have and throw it in your face. Jalen. See, you and I are washed up old married men. You go to Instagram to slide in people's DMs. That's what, that's what people in college do. And that's why they got together and they're like, let's ban social media. They're like, ah, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Let's ban Twitter. Let's not take Instagram away from me. But I, like I do, I do want there. to recognize that it is a sacrifice to ban Twitter. It is a step in the right direction and it will actually help them win basketball games. That's the Michigan State news. Is there anything newsworthy about Michigan men's basketball maybe happening no tonight? Anything question. at all? They What's happening tonight? They have a debut happening tonight. Jawan Howard, the head coach of the Michigan Wolverines, will be standing on the sideline with a fresh haircut, with a crease in his pants, with a clipboard in his hands, ready to lead the Michigan basketball program to championship glory. Not only will Juwan be in the house, not only will Jalen Rose be in the house, but it is, wait for it, I bet you don't even know this, Juwan Howard bobblehead night and the new head coach of the Michigan Wolverines had this to say about this momentous occasion. Yes, it's going to be a game where it's going to be a packed house, I assume, because of, yes, it's the bobblehead night of uh, my bobblehead, so (laughs) that's going to be funny. But I know the energy is going to be beautiful in the building. Jalen, are you going to bring back a Juwan Howard bobblehead for the studio? That'll be in the studio this week. I'm definitely Perfect. getting one of those at the game tonight. No question about it. I'm so happy for him. And as a brother, proud of him because he put in so much very, he put in so much work for this very opportunity. And no one knew that John Beeline was going to accept the job with the Cleveland Cavaliers. And so for all of a sudden that job to open up, after all of the years he'd been coaching with the Miami Heat and all of the years that he played in high school and in college and in the league, I'm just so happy for him to seize this opportunity, and I know he's going to take full advantage of it. So I think that the hiring of Juwan Howard represents something very important, not just to you, but to sort of like basketball heads in general, is the Michigan University embracing the Fab Five. So you'll be there in the building, and when you look up on that Jumbotron, will you be seeing highlights of the Fab Five on the screen? I assume so because Juwan's the head coach and I happen to be one of his teammates. So therefore, if you show him doing some work, I was probably on the court playing or dropping him a dime or slapping a high five with him. I wouldn't be surprised if Jimmy King is at the game. And you alluded to something that's really important. And I, it's a, and I must say this. I always felt like the University of Michigan tolerated the Fab Five even after all of the sanctions not fully embraced. There are no banners up, but when I look and see my brother standing on the sideline, that's more than any banner could ever do for me. I agree with you, and that was well said. Well, I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for Juwan. I'm so excited for all fans of the Michigan basketball team. 
And some tells me they might just celebrate with a win against Appalachian State. They might. <laughs> I want to thank L. Duncan, Atlanta's own, for coming through. I also want to thank our international caller. We'll be back tomorrow. Why is that, KRS? We're not done. We're not done. We're not done. Got to give the people. Now, give the people what they want. They my little guys. I love them. What it do, baby? Yeah.